Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kenny Wallace Show, brought to you by JEGS, the leader in high-performance aftermarket car parts. And remember to go to JEGS.com. <laughs> they have it all. Well, I'm doing a lot of representing today. Of course, I went on the Kyle Petty charity ride. Got this. I like this shirt, Bonneville Salt Flats. Representing Big Brother Rusty today, Southern Country Customs. They were up in Maine at uh, the legendary Bentley Warren's um, bar up there, did some motorcycle riding. So I figured I would represent. Have you noticed the uh, two stickers? Got oh, Jose Castilla. Jose Castillo, he, he does uh, the NASCAR race day show with us at all the NASCAR tracks. And of course, 30 Grass Soul, great country western group, uh, country group, good friends of mine. All right. How about this ticker? How about the ticker down there? Let me chase it. There it is. The most boring week in racing? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tongue in cheek. Everybody calm down. So um, I told Charlie Marlow, our producer, I said that was the most boring damn week in racing. We had no fighting, no Ross Chastain. Did we neuter Ross Chastain? Did he run into anybody? I think he did, but nobody got mad at him. <laughs> All right. Let's uh we have a lot to cover here, but we're gonna try to we're gonna try to make this quick because it is a little teeth, tongue in cheek. So everybody just don't get mad. Herminator's not being negative. I thought, how can we spend this week to have a little fun with it? So we had three, always for Earnhardt, three for Earnhardt. Did you ever notice that everything is in threes always in life? You know, two's good for Rusty, but it's always three. So we had a 24 hour of Le Mans, all right? That was race one. Then, of course, we had Sonoma, the NASCAR race out there in San Francisco. And, of course, we had the big dirt race up there in Eldora, little, little bitty town called Rossburg, Ohio. So, the most boring week of the year. Well, well, let's talk about it real quick. Let's go down these these races. Okay, the twenty four hour over there in Lamar, and then of course Sonoma and Eldora. Herminator's got the notes. I, I put hey, I put effort into the show. Okay, I put effort into it, even though it was a boring week. The twenty four hour. Let's go with that one first. So, you know, it's all about you know this wonderful historical race. It's all about Ferrari and Toyota. They're going at it. You know, the big boys, Ferrari and Toyota. But I'm kind of like, you know, no big deal to me. I'll take Toyota because I love the, my friends at Toyota. You know, Paul Doshaw, Bob Carter, they all sponsored me. And I hope Toyota wins, but Ferrari kicked their butt. But, you know, that's kind of over the pond. I love it. I'm a racer, but I really don't get into it. So what was... A 24 hour for me. I wasn't there. So uh, it was all about the NASCAR project that they call Garage 56. Now, if I told you this is the way I feel about the 24 hour Le Mans. Ever since I was raised, I was told you must win. If you don't win, you know, seconds to first loser. Here's NASCAR telling us. Hey, we just want to finish like a dog with ears. Huh? <laughs> what? What? Jim France? 
Jim France calls Rick Henrik up to build this car and create this dream. Jim France said his grandpa, everybody would be looking down and very proud of them because they finished. Sounds like when you're a kid, just go out there and have fun, young man, even if you get beat 12 to nothing. So the Garage 56 project was the brainchild of the NASCAR owner, Jim France. He called Rick Hendrick up. Rick Hendrick decided to do the project, help NASCAR. Now, by the way, NASCAR still fined Rick Hendrick $400,000. So please don't go there. In business, I've learned this years ago, you got to separate yourself. So even when Rick Hendrick said, okay, Jim France, you own NASCAR, I will create this. I will build this for you. NASCAR paid them, but it didn't matter. NASCAR still fined Rick Hendrick that historical fine of like $400,000, you know, a month or two ago. So don't even go there. Big boys are able to, they can sue each other and still be friends. Hey, bud, how you doing? I'm doing good. So Uncle Rusty taught me when you get around the NASCAR people, business is over here and racing's over here. So those two get together, NASCAR and Rick Henry get together. They go to the 24-hour Le Mans and they finish. <laughs> like, you know, okay, I'll go with you. Now, they, uh, they did break a transaxle. Uh, it was a real good video. Uh, then coming up off the corner, hey, Herman, do that again. Okay. So broke a transaxle. Trans, hey, Herman, straighten up, slow down. Okay, Kenny. They broke a transaxle. They parked it. They put it on rollers. They rolled it into the garage over there, and they fixed it. Now, at this time, there were 62 cars in what they would call their division. Now, remember, this car didn't get scored. It was for fun uh, it, because it didn't have really a class, but, a, but they, they put it in a class. They said, the Garage 56 Camaro is going to go in this class. And out of 62 cars, it was running as high as sixth, but it ended up finishing 39th. So we're happy. We finished 36, and by God, we finished. They fixed that transaxle. They fixed the transaxle, and we're all happy. And Jeff Gordon was seen on pit road. You could, he was shown his age. Oh, Jeff Gordon had his... Had his phone up, but you didn't see Rick Hendrick with a phone. That's one thing that caught me odd. Rick Hendrick hired Jeff Gordon. Now, Jeff is a friend of mine. Jeff Gordon says he scrolls. He sees everything on social media. He's just, he's got restrictions. Jeff doesn't write or doesn't say much on social media, but Jeff Gordon is on social media scrolling all the time. So the 24 hours over, I see Jeff Gordon on pit road. I'm like, how come Rick Henry not doing that? That's the age difference. So let's wrap up Lamar. Ferrari wins. They beat Toyota. And by God's the NASCAR, or by God, what's in this coffee? And by God, the, the NASCAR Garage 56 project, it finished, yes, in 39. And we fulfilled the dream. All right. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Sonoma. What the hell happened out there? So, 
we're having fun. Remember, this is all tongue in cheek because I always say a week of racing is better than going to work. And it, and it was a fun week of racing, but everybody was, you could tell everybody in the whole industry was looking around like, what the hell's going on this week? So Sonoma's over there on the West Coast, Sears Point, San Francisco. It's got like three names. Sonoma's wine country. It's right outside of San Francisco. And it was called Sears Point for some reason. I think we lost that name. It's kind of like, remember when, uh, Charlotte was the Coke 600. Then they, and it was a Lowe's Motor Speedway. Then it's back to Charlotte Motor Speed. I'm like, you're killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. So, Sonoma. Only two cautions. That was it. They just went around in circles. Here's the most controversial thing I'm going to say of the most boring week of the year. Sometimes the invention of the stage breaks, I, I think it was a great invention. As you see... ASA has got stage breaks or cautions. Or, or it's, it's a mind game. Because I asked Bob Sargent at ASA, I said, Bob, I like, I like those uh, automatic cautions. He goes, well, they're stage breaks, but, but the fans got mad. You're copying NASCAR. He goes, okay, we'll call them cautions. <laughs> so one would argue that if you would just let it go and, and agree with NASCAR, the stage breaks is a great invention. Now, I do like what Bob Pockrass said. Uh, there was only two cautions. Don't judge road racing yet because we all agree that Sonoma is the most raw road course there is. Now, but I, but I would argue that so is Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen is, you know, through peaks and valleys, ups and hills. You, you go to Watkins Glen, just like Sears Point, there's elevation change, nothing. You know, we didn't, we didn't dig mountains out. You know what I mean? We're just following the land. And here's a road course. So um, I guess what I'm saying is it it's not like Circuit of the America where you kind of make a road course. You know, you go, hey, let's, let's make a hill here, a man-made hill. You know, you look at Sears Point, you look at Watkins Glen. That's, that's just the real lay of the land. So let's, let's calm. I do say let's calm down. Let's wait and see what happens with the rest of the road course races this year. Uh, that that circuit of the America was a was crazy. They wrecked the hell out of each other. But the most exciting thing that I saw happen out at Sonoma was Denny Hamlin flat running his car into the wall by mistake. He comes down, you know, he makes that hard 180 on the front straightaway, and he's just a digging. Everything's good for Denny Hamlin. He just he gets to get close to the wall, and knocks the hell out of the wall, and knocks the rear end out of his car. <laughs> spins out like an old drunk dog. You know what I mean? I feel bad saying this, but it was kind of funny. I'm like, oh man, that's a bitch. But, you know, you know, Denny Hammond makes the 180. Knocks the rear end out of it, puts himself out of the race. I'm not laughing at him. I'm just saying, you know, cut the wall close. Then, then I saw them doing something that I've never really seen before. They were literally knocking themselves out of the race at Sonoma by running into the tire barriers, the man-made tire barriers. Like, like that's a drag strip, right? We know that they also race drag cars. NHRA goes there. So it's really part of the drag strip. So what they do, they just, here, like, pretend this is, okay, they put this down and they make the cars go around it, right? But they're big tires. Well, every, everybody was running into them. It's like, those tires have been here for 20 years, boys. 
and they all started running into him this week. So really no, uh, you know, no big deal, no fight for the win, or, you know, the battle for positions where, hey, I gotcha. Even Kyle Bush, even Kyle Bush let Martin Truex take the lead. I was like, Murr? He was like, Kyle Bush goes, go on. Kyle Bush moves out of the way, lets Martin Truex take the lead. But that is an old Mark Martin trick. You look in the mirror and you go, man, he is coming and I'm not going to stop him. I can't hold him off. So Kyle Bush pulls over at the top of the hill there and lets, um, lets Martin Truex take the lead. So, uh, you know, I guess the new word is uh, there's enough. That was a nothing burger. So here's the rundown of Sonoma. Martin Truex wins the race. Kyle Bush second. Kyle Bush on a heater. In baseball, they call it a heater. Uh, Kyle Bush wins last week in St. Louis, my hometown. So uh, Martin Truex wins. Kyle Bush second. Joey Logano, who we just had on, Kenny Conversation, finishes third. Wow. Chris Buescher finishes fourth. And, and there's another example of this new car, right? The next gen. It levels the playing field out. Uh, fifth was Chase Elliott. Good finish on it. He drove his ass off this week. Did you see Chase Elliott? He was sideways everywhere. Uh, he was dirt tracking that baby. Pull my finger, Almondinger. AJ Almondinger was sixth. <laughs> Jimmy Spencer. Jimmy, years ago, we're down there at Speed Weeks in Daytona. It's, we're on Speed TV. It's like a noon show. They said, okay, it's Speed Weeks. We're going to do a show at noon. And uh, Spencer shocks me. Jimmy Spencer's got a big old cigar. And he goes, hey, pull my finger, Almondinger. <laughs> what? So Almondinger runs six. Michael McDowell, seventh. He, he flirted with the lead. Kyle Larson, eighth. C. Bell, ninth. And Ross Chastain, tenth. And to finish his very last race ever in the NASCAR Cup Series, Kevin Harvick finishes 11th. And uh, my hell, let's just go to 15th. Um, Ricky Stenhouse rebounds uh, after getting wrecked out at St. Louis last week. Ricky finishes 12th, Ryan Priest 13th, William Byron 14th, and Alex Bowman 15th. Oh, glad we went to 15th. Alex Bowman has been out for a while. He runs real good and finishes 15th. So um, that's the rundown of that race. Herminator puts the finishes up here. Look, got the finishes here, got the notes here. We, we, we make an effort. All right. So you're like, Herman, what other races were there? Oh, don't worry. The last one was Eldora. So we did we did uh, the 24-hour Le Mans. I done told you everything about NASCAR. Go back to stage cautions. Go back to stage cautions. Uh, all right. Let's go to Eldora, the last one. This one was shocking to me. I've seen it before. But um, unbelievable. Uh, J.D., Jonathan Davenport. He got three names, too. His name's Jonathan Davenport. We also call him J.D. and Superman because this guy is a badass. So all the dirt friends, this is like a migration. One thing I learned about dirt racing is, like, we got our Daytona 500, and even some of my local buddies that race, they they take off the week. And, and they'll say, well, we're so-and-so this week. You're like, he went to Eldora as a fan. It, it's crazy as all get out, but I ain't doing that. I'm racing. But th these guys, uh, they all go to this little bitty town, Rossburg, Ohio. 
beautiful racetrack, Eldora. But uh, I guess you could say it was three three great nights of racing. However, Tony Stewart and team decided to keep the track the way it was, which was dry. First off, for all you dirt racers, all dirt all dirt racers like that track dry because if it's wet, it's too fast, and everybody blows motors up. Their motors overheat. When Herminator puts his hand up, that means I'm adamant. So before you talk about Eldora was too dry, it's because that's the way all the super alert late model racers want it. They want it dry. So, hey, listen, lap 30. Okay, they let's back up. They went through the qualifying nights and the races were good because they're like 20, 30 lappers. And these are all first two nights are all qualifying nights. But when it talks to the big race, this is the dream. Pays $129,000 to win. Herminator's got it right here. And uh, I'm going to tell you the drama. There was drama. So paid $129,000 to win. Jonathan Davenport won. But the drama was on lap 30, the track rubbered up. It means it took rubber. It means that everybody started running in the same lane, which is very rare. It happens and everybody gets upset. But because the track, it was 100 laps. It was 100 laps. And they kept the track dry. They did their best. But on lap 30. Now, Jonathan Davenport starts sixth. Bobby Pierce started third. Davenport passed Pierce, got to the rubber before anybody, and then for 70 damn straight laps, J.D. does not make a mistake and wins the dream. Wins it and wins $129,000. And I'm going to tell you what, if you're going to race super late models for a living and you want to make a living, Eldora is where you make your living. Because we're going to do a special on what everybody makes financially. The dream, the world 100, that's where drivers, that's where dirt racers make their money. So, J.D. wins $129,000. He's going to get 40% of that. J.D.'s going to make north of $40,000. So Jonathan Davenport's going to take home $40,000 or more on his own, in his own checking account. That's big. That's more than most of these guys make in a whole year. So you say, well, Herman, what was the drama? Well, the drama is the... 50-50 raffle is the biggest thing of the week for the fans. And the raffle paid, drum roll please, let me get my phone right. The, the raffle paid $109,000. See there? So this is the article. Now, a fan gets half of that. So what? $64,500. Somebody, some fans going to win $64,000, right? Is that right? No, I'm wrong. $54,000. Okay, I can't do math. Let's do it right. Let's do one, 109. Uh, you divide it by two equals $54,500. Okay. The computer went bad. <laughs> okay. And, and this, this is run by an independent company. The 50-50 the raffle is run by an independent company. So today, just a little bit ago, uh, here we go. 
update. Um, vendors finished their repairs overnight and brought the system back online. Each and every ticket has now been accounted for and printed. After processing all the tickets stuck in the queue, the finals winner's share amount comes to 109906 We'll draw today, 3 p.m. So today at 3 p.m., that's Eastern Standard Time, go live on their Facebook page, okay? Live on their Facebook page, right? Right somewhere in there, okay? Right there. So that's a big deal. That was that was that was the big drama at Eldora. What happened? You should never let that happen again. So anyway, uh, that was the big drama at Eldora. Track rubbered up and the 50, 50 broke down and they're famous. They're famous for that. That 50-50 pe people at home buy the tickets. So, all right. But Eldora did a great job because they, they, showed, they, they told the people to do it. Write us a letter. So the people that do the 50-50, it's all straight up. You know I mean? It's just all electronic. So they wrote a letter. It's on Eldora's uh, Twitter page. Um, so anyway, that's it. Jonathan Davenport does it again. This guy is unbelievable. He is, no, listen, here, I'll tell you what Schrader said. Everybody else had the same chance. So I don't want to hear about the track rubbering up. JD passed Pierce, got to the rubber first. But listen to this. Listen to this resume by Superman. In 2015, he won the Dirt Late Model Dream, and he won the World 100 in 2015. So he, he won it all in 2015. In 2017, he won the World 100. He skipped a year. In 2019, he won the World 100. 2020, he won the Intercontinental Classic, which was one of those uh, coronavirus races. Comes back in 2021 after, after the um, virus, wins the world 100 again then last year wins a million dollars then comes back in 2022 wins the world 100 and then 2023 wins the dream this guy has won all his money at eldora that's why he's got a farm he he, he named one of his his uh i don't know one of them bulls eldora all right i think that's it holy crap 23 minutes charlie I'm going to take a page from old Charlie Marlowe. So the week that was the most boring week of the year, that was the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you know what was good for the week for me? The Herminator kicks him ever living ass. Man, we run first at Peebley. We started fourth. We passed on the high side. We earned the win. My grandbabies were there. My wife was there. Kim said she wanted to go, and I said, what? And she brought all the grandbabies, and I did it. I lived up to the pressure. Herman, you better win with your whole family there. Okay. <laughs> and then at Brownstown on, uh, I went backwards. On Brownstown on Friday night, we run second. So we run first and second. It was a, uh, it was a great weekend for me. So uh, the most boring week of the year. Still had some storylines, even though the racing sucked, as you all would say. It sucks. I don't like when people say that. But all right. Well, until next time, remember, Kenny conversation over there, whether Herman's real serious like this.
man, it's kicking butt. We've got the greatest drivers. Jimmy Johnson's going to come on when Jimmy Johnson gets back from Lamar. But I'm not going to tell you who they are until Charlie gets them all edited up. Sometimes I'll sometimes I'll sneak one just because I can't help myself. But we did we've done a lot of interviews already for Kenny Conversations. Champions, big guys, they're in the bag. Charlie's got them. He'll release them. So uh, Kenny Conversation is as really kicking butt, and it's it's. Listen, I'm just saying it nice. It, it's become world renowned. Uh, everybody talking about Kenny Conversation because we get the champions. We get the people that do it all. So, all right. Remember, we're in podcast form. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We are getting so close to that 100,000 mark. Thank you so much. I love you. Please subscribe right here. Comment. Argue with me. Terminator doesn't like to argue. I do like to hear what you have to say. Even if you MF me, I'm like, are you done? If you MF me, I'm like, are you done? (laughs) All right, everybody. Until next time.